Just now tuning in, and you've been wondering where I've been at. I've been working on the other station. Everything's looking pretty up. My name is E.G. the Urban Scholar, and you are listening to Renegade Talk of Las Vegas. We don't sugarcoat anything. And, well, today, 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 yeah, as we finally kind of get back to regular things around here, thank you, Linda. Th- thank you, Music Mike, for all the great content. And keeping me thriving and, you know, just kind of keeping you up to date with that news. Again, rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle. He's definitely going to be missed. And we're going to have still somewhat of a hard time movie going, but we're still going to keep his word and we're still going to keep him thriving around here. And again, my name is E.G. the Urban Scholar and you are listening to Renegade Talk of Las Vegas. I thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate all the listenership. And Linda, let's get back to it because we got a lot coming up. Trump and this whole Mulliner report. Yeah, you know, we had to get into it. A good way to come back. Let's go. I'm gonna wait till tomorrow Do you tell me every day brings about a change I'm gonna wait till tomorrow Do you tell me every day brings about a change Yeah, Linda, you definitely, yeah <laughs> That's a crazy way to start I don't think we have never had any blues here they're gonna definitely like that one. Took me back to some Calais Records. What is that? Howling Wolf? Muddy Waters? Yeah, yeah. That's right, Muddy Waters. 40 Days, 40 Nights. Yeah, classic. Well, well, well. Moving right along here. Thank you, Linda, again. Always a pleasure. Always come with it. Well, again, again, again. On this show, we have to get back to the mainstream sometimes. Just sometimes. I know it feels like it's been a while. I've been trying to give you all just enough time for the healing process, and I'm back, so let's get back to it. Well, if you all haven't heard, that Mulliner report came out, and it is pretty... If you haven't read it, I don't expect you to read all of it. What is it, like 300 pages, 280-some pages, or something like that. It's a lot of pages. It's a lot of reading, a lot of technical words that uh, I can barely understand. I don't know. Well, anyway, let's just get right into it. Renegade Nation, we're going to just talk briefly about it because I know you're tired of hearing about it. But, you know, I got to bring it to you just how I bring it to you. Well, 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 President Donald Trump barely influenced the Russian investigators, according to special counsel Robert Mulliner's team. What? It's largely because the people he ordered to disrupt the probe into Russia's effort 
to influence the 2016 election. What? I thought it was, I knew something had to be up with that election. Did not carry out his orders, according to a retracted report released Thursday. That's right. His team outlined several key events in this investigation relating to questions of whether Trump obstructed justice. Hmm. Yeah, that was very, very definitely questionable. Those include him asking former FBI Director James Comey to stop investigating former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. Hmm. Yeah, we remember that. And ordering former White House Counsel Don McGrann to remove Mulliner, among other instances. What? Well, that's right. The president's efforts to influence that investigation, that's right, were mostly unsuccessful. We wonder, but why? But it could be because it's largely about the persons who surrounded the president declined to carry out orders to his request, the report reads. Hmm. <laughs> That's right. It's a lot here, and we're going to get right down to it. Well, former Trump campaign manager Corey Lenowski and former White House aide Rick Dearborn also did not carry out the president's request. Right. Trump asked them to deliver a message to former Attorney General Jeff Sessions saying he should try to limit the Mueller probe to only future election meddling. Hmm. Lewanski was not a member of the administration. Immediately, Mulliner's team did not conclude whether the president obstructed justice by trying to influence the probe. It, in part, cited difficulties in determining the president's intent behind his actions. Attorney General William Barr and Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein declined to charge Trump with obstruction, a move met with skeptics from congressional Democrats. Hmm. Trump responded to the release of the report by saying, no conclusion, no obstruction, at a White House event Thursday. Wow. <laughs> so, it seems like to me, okay, Renegade Nation, let's just get a little bit into it on my side of things. It seems like to me that in the report, because like I said, I read about, I about two hours of the report, and it seems like to me that I saw some critical errors, and but it's one of those catch-22 things again. And once you kind of get deep into it, Renegade Nation, it's the president. And a lot of people do not want to lose their lives <laughs> and lose their jobs. So of course, they're gonna twist certain words around and they're gonna change certain things. Because to me, that report it seems like there are some key points missing. But like I always said, it's always more to the story. And <sighs> Renegade Nation, there's a lot more to it, but that's that's one of those underlying outlines about the situation here. Because a lot of people still, like I said, still deny Kevin kind of catch on or really care to question what was even this about. But it sounds like to me, you have to have a fall guy, okay? And with that fall guy, we all see who it was. And you ask, who was it? <laughs> the man that's actually gonna get more time. Good old mother. Come on now. Did he think that he had a chance? But if you ask me, he's the fall guy. But it's not that hard being the fall guy when you know 
somebody has your back. It might not seem like that right now at this time, but you and I both know that he is going to keep it going. I'm pretty sure justice will be served, but in this case, he had, like I said, somebody had to take the fall. And when you have these situations and you're working right next under the president, when it's time to save your ass and his ass, who's actually, who do you think is gonna make it? You? <laughs> Please, let's be real. Well, with that being said, my name is E.G. the Urban Scholar. You're listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. And you know, there's definitely much more. Always a pleasure. I'll be right back. My name is E.G. the Urban Scholar. And I'm not gone yet. Sugarcoat shit. Listen. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. You know where you at. You know where you have reach. Renegade Talk Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. She lost all her money. She said, Don't feel sorry for me. No. That's right. Welcome back. Here's what I want you to do. My name is E.G. the Urban Scholar, and you're listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. Just loan me two dollars. We don't sugarcoat anything. Until the next time and I see you. You have reached your second half. Let's go. These last two dollars. Last two dollars. I'm not gonna lose. To hear me some blues, gotta hear me some blues. She said I wouldn't yeah, be here. Yeah, like that, Linda. I haven't heard that in a while either. Well, welcome. That's right. Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, my name is E.G. the Urban Scholar, and yeah, I'm just gonna bring it to you raw today as usual, as usual. <laughs> yeah. So. That first half, I don't even know. I, I, I hate that. That whole situation, I read it. I didn't even, I don't know where to start at. It was so much garbage, Renegade Nation. I tell you. Well, I guess on this half, we're going music, Mike. It's like things are all over the place. We're just getting back. I know the studio is kind of still in repair because of some of those, uh, I guess, wins. Because <laughs> we did have things outside, but move them inside we've been doing a lot of things with the radio station stop by sky poly radio the heat 
and the oldies actually two different sites go ahead and check those sites out you're definitely definitely going to find some interesting content and stop by renegadematch.com you can definitely find your mate there you can't beat it you know so today i guess where we're going um what's this microsoft more secret data <laughs> well that's right I guess Microsoft unveils two secret data centers built for classified government data? What? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. More data probing, more data information. Do we really need this Renegade Nation? Is it not enough to where Facebook controls and pretty much monitors your phone? All your private content. I hope you understand nothing is really safe nowadays. I don't care if you shred it, pretty much. <laughs> Let's be honest here. If needed, somebody can really find out who you really are. You know, they can really find out with only a few clicks of a button. And with that being said, what better way to have these data centers that are going to hold your information? Well, let's just get into the story. That's right. Microsoft unveiled two data centers Wednesday designed exclusively to host the government secrets classified data. Well, Microsoft announced it's part of the company's plan to compete with Amazon, the only company cleared to host the CIA and Defense Department secrets and top secret classified data. And comes as both companies compete for a $10 billion military cloud contract called GEDI. That's right, if you haven't heard about that GEDI contract, that's right, Renegade Nation, it is worth $10 billion. I'm pretty sure what company would not like to pick up that contract? Well, meanwhile, Microsoft's new data centers are operational. The company awaits security clearance from the Defense Department before military branches or intelligence agencies can begin moving secret classified data to the facilities. But Microsoft is offering a private preview for its existing customers in which they can move unclassified workload to the data center. Microsoft did not disclose the location of their data centers through the company, said they are 500 miles apart from each other. In addition, the company announced that each of the Azure government regions data centers that specifically support government customers were granted what it is called an impact level five or a IL5 or a IL5 provisional authorization from the Defense Department, meaning they can host, process, and run different programs on the Pentagon's sensitivity unclassified data. Hmm. Well, hmm. <laughs> That's a lot. Well, I guess to me it sounds like if they don't get that $10 billion bid, then they're still going to offer that option for regular people to have their unclassified data move to Microsoft. Hmm. With this being said, Renegade Nation, I don't know, Renegade Nation, about the actual Privacy Act and the level, there are certain things, see my whole thing is, I have always felt as though if you wanna keep something a secret, you cannot write it down, put it in a computer, or have any damn paper trail of what your secret is. So now you're telling me that you're gonna have the government's private data 
put in these Microsoft data centers, in which we always know that Microsoft, unfortunately, seems to always get breached by a third party somehow in some way. So now you're telling me that this will be okay? So it sounds like to me you're gonna have a lot of access to a lot of different people's social security numbers, access to a lot of credit records, bank account statements, different things like that that I thought we were supposed to be hiding and sort of kind of protecting. So now you're gonna put it all in one place? See, that's the big thing. When it's all put in one place, it's not that hard to crack that code. And the thing is, when you crack that code, it kind of clears it up for everything else to kind of just fall right in place and right in line. Hmm. We all want to know. We all wonder. Hmm. Well, well, well. With that being said, yeah, we're not done here. I'm not done here. There's still a little bit more left. Next up, top news at nine. Whatever you want to call it. We're not finished. My name is EG the Urban Scholar. Yeah, we might get into some news or we might switch it up. I'll be back. Let's go. to Renegade Talk Las Vegas and my name is E.G. the Urban Scholar oh yeah used to spend my nights out in ballroom liquor was the only love I'd known but you from reaching for the bottom and brought me back being too far gone Your ass It's Tennessee whiskey That's classic <laughs> Your ass Chris Stapleton, man. Wow. You're as warm as a glass of brandy. Well, well, well. Thank you, Linda, so much for helping us get ready for the weekend. We love you so much. How's it going, Renegade Nation out there? Thank you for listening. Again, my name is E.J. Derber Scholar. And it only gets better here. We got some crazy ass news coming up. <laughs> oh my god. Found the bottom of the bottles always dry. But when you pulled out your heart, I didn't waste it. Cause there's nothing. Yes, yes. Like yes. Your love I love that song. It's classic. Matter of fact, turn it up. One more time. Tennessee whiskey. 
Again, you're listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. We'll be doing a show called Nothing, and we got one more story up here just to end it all out. You know, we haven't heard some crazy ass news in a very long time, and well, 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 it goes to show that you can make ten thousand a night, ten thousand a night by doing what you might ask. Well, 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 do we have to really say here? You can imagine. I mean, what is just what kind of comes to your mind, Renegade Nation, when you hear that you can make 10000 of night doing something? Hmm. Well, uh, it's a lot of things. Uh, of course, it probably isn't legal. Well, well, well. You can make 10000 a night by stealing cooking grease. What? Cooking? Wait a minute. Hold on. What? You said cooking grease? No. No. Come on now. Cooking grease? <sighs> you got to be kidding me. Cooking grease? You talking about that same cooking grease that's in the back of those restaurants? Are you serious? Well, let's just get right into the story. Well, 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 let's get into it. Let me use my narrating voice. Yes. <clears throat> well, the heist began with a thief backing a large white box truck up behind a Fairfax County Mall around 3.30 a.m. Renegade Nation, did you hear that? 3.30 a.m. Okay, <laughs> one day in early April, according to a search warrant, the man wasn't looking for cash or electronics, but something stranger, used cooking grease. What? Hmm. He siphoned about 150,000 gallons of this stinky, vicious, I repeat vicious, liquid from a dumpster behind a Burger King before a police officer patrolling the area busted him, according to the search filed in a Fairfax County. Hmm. The crime is not new, but law enforcement officials say thieves are targeting the stuff used to make french fries and fried chicken a new thing because of a run-up in biodiesel products. Wow, you see there that biodiesel products because of the rise in the biodiesel products in the past couple of years, cooking grease can be turned into fuel. Surprisingly black market for a substance most people wouldn't touch. Hmm. Well, the National Renders Association estimates that up to 75 million worth of old cooking grease is stolen each year. What? What? Over 75 million worth of old cooking grease each year? <laughs> Well, I quote the detective saying, I've been a detective for three years, said Jeremy Levan, who worked the Fairfax County case. It's at the top of the oddest things I've seen stolen so far. Well, restaurants typically contract with a rendering company to haul off cooking grease. The company pays the restaurant a fee, then recycles it and sells the grease for components such as biofuel and animal feed. Charles Gittins, a corporate lawyer liaison for Valley Proteins of Westchester, Virginia, said his company lost five million in grease thefts and an additional one million in damage to locking grease dumpsters in 2015. You can make 10,000 a night getting said off grease theft. A drunker truck, you buy a 275,000 gallon container at a tractor supply store, you get a pump 
and you're in business. You can run five nights a week. <laughs> I tell you. Well, after taking the grease, Mendez Flores told detectives he returned to Richmond and turned the truck over to his boss. Mendoz Flowers' boss took the grease somewhere else to dispose of it. Mendoza Flores told the detectives he did not know where. Mendoza Flores was paid about 25 cents per gallon of grease, netting him between 300 and 400 per trip to Northern Virginia. Well, <laughs> Mendoza also told detectives he had stolen between 800 and 900 gallons of grease in the previous weeks of several businesses throughout the Northern Virginia area. <laughs> well, 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 I tell you, that is, <laughs> let's just take a second here. Renegade Nation, Renegade Nation. <laughs> oh, man. The craziest thing here, where do we find the logic in this? I mean, does it come down to where you got to eat, you don't work, you don't eat, you have to find a way, you have kids, anything for the kids? Is this one of those things here? Because now you have found, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm really not mad because, I mean, this is one of those things here that I always say. There are so many crazy ways to get money legally in situations kind of like this. These small mom and pops companies that are disposable companies make a pretty hefty penny off these restaurants that need to dispose their grease. So it's kind of funny because I guess it's one of those things to where it's on my property so it's my garbage. You still can't just steal it without I guess asking me and then they pay these companies. So I guess there's some type of gray area but they pay these companies so really technically you're stealing from these companies and it's just a lot. But one thing I can say, it's a hell of a way to make some money. And 10000 a night, well, I mean, I don't know. Whether you, would you rather steal some grease than go rob a bank and get less time? I don't know. I, I can't justify anything here, but hey, you be the judge. My name is E.G. The Urban Scholar. You listen, thank you for listening to Renegade Talk Las Vegas. We're the show called Anything. And you know those famous two words? I'm gone. Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Get an early start on ammunition to rip that asshole that'll be messing with you later.